Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you. I am so glad to be back here with you for the first time in a couple years, I think. Because, you know, when I started my journey in law school, I had to give up some of my talk shows. So this is the very first time that we are back here for the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. Uh, before we get started, we have so many things to talk about, and to I want to share with you some of our upcoming guests, uh, all of uh, things that have been going on that are positive. Tonight, I wanted to do an abbreviated show. I put a few extra minutes on just in case, and as it turns out, we do have a special guest coming on who will be my guest uh, a couple weeks from now right here on the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. Um I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that when he comes on, um, and I'll announce our guest for next week and all of that, but welcome to you wherever you are listening in the world. I want to jump into some of our announcements and greetings. Hello to the women of wild, women of wisdom and worth. Of course, FOCUS, that's an acronym for those of you who may be new. FOCUS is a registered trademark. It stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. Uh, this is a global sisterhood group. We have, um, of course, our male supporters as well. We have people from all over the world. Um, one thing that I always share with our shows, uh, tonight I was going to do some positive affirmations for women and um, for anyone, almost, almost anyone, even though they're scared towards women. You know what? We know that men hurt too. We know that men go through things. Uh, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on tonight. But I wanted to give you some of our insights as to the provinces and countries and states and all of these places that have been our highest listenership in the last week alone. And it would appear that uh, the last couple of shows are really starting to pop off and bring on a lot more listeners and a lot of states and provinces and countries are really showing out. So I always try to give special shout outs to those um, areas who have given us the largest listenership. Uh, so a special shout out, of course, to Terra Firma, the United States of America, the United Kingdom, Cambodia, Australia, Kuwait, Argentina, and Uganda. Again, that's the United States of America, the United Kingdom, Cambodia, Australia, Kuwait, Argentina, and Uganda. These were the places who really showed out around the world in the last seven days. And here in the States, we are really jumping off here. New York, Maryland, Virginia, D.C., Oregon, Washington State, California, Kansas, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, Minnesota, Florida, Tennessee, and Colorado. Those states have really been the front runners for the last two weeks, actually, and they're still holding strong with some new ones coming on board. So welcome to all of the new listenership that we have. Again, New York, Maryland, Virginia, D.C., Oregon, Washington State. California. Uh, did I say Washington? Did I say D.C.? Um, District of Columbia as well. Uh, Kansas, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, Minnesota, Florida, Tennessee, and Colorado. Special shout out to 
all of you. Uh, and um, next week, the motivator herself, the prayer warrior, the intercessor and life giver, Marcella D. Moore, the founder of the Motivate and Pray talk show and nonprofit organization, will be on next week to share her mighty prayers and her words of wisdom with us next week. And in about two weeks or so, on the 26th, we're going to have a returning guest um, who was here back on the Healing Through Hurt I Talk radio show back in 2014. He joined us as a healed uh, domestic violence perpetrator. Uh, it was a powerful show then because me being someone who was victimized, and you know my journey, and he and I had a powerful discussion. Well, he's going to be joining us on the 26th, and I'm telling you that there have been some new revelations, and um, hopefully he'll be joining us tonight uh, to tell you a little bit about his journey and his new program and his new purpose in life and his mission uh, so that I want to definitely get as many people involved as they can. I'm not going to say any more about that because I really do want him to, when he comes on, um, if he has forgotten, you have to press the number one on the phone to know that you're in the call query because I see several people there. Um, if you're over in our chat room, uh, people are telling me that they're having problems getting in, but the chat, I believe, is open. Uh, for some of you, you may, I'm going to try to restart the chat because some of you are saying that you're actually in the chat room, but I don't see you. So we're going to restart that and then you can come back in. But again, today is all about our time together as a sisterhood, our time together to uplift one another, to promote one another, to inspire one another, to encourage one another, to hear about the things that matter to the people who we love, to the people in our lives who we are the people who they look to for the answers, the people who they need in their lives for many reasons. Uh, to help them make it through their storms. Well, today is no different. We are definitely going to be talking about some encouraging words for everyone to keep it moving forward. And one of the things that I did say, of course, is that you all have been with me on this journey, and law school has been a bear for me. I have to tell you that um, not because I'm you know, struggling, because technically I'm not. Uh, uh, prayerfully, thank the Lord, I'm not, but there are days when I want to give up. There are days, I, as I said last week, I got some of the lowest grades in I think my entire academic career, but I'm still moving forward. This week, I got perfect scores across the board. So, you know, whenever I try to fault, and I'm so glad the sister Marcella will be on next week um, because this sister can enlighten you. This sister can fill your empty cup. So I definitely want you to join us for that. But this week I decided to do a show that's all about encouraging each other, encouraging words for women. Um, if you are in our call query or over in our chat 
room. Welcome to the guest. If you're logged in as a guest and you want to take part in our discussion, you'd have to log in under screen name or give us a call at 646-478-4726, 646-478-4726. If you are already in our call query, welcome. If you'd like to join in this discussion, if you have a um if you have a testimony, if you want to share something that's on your spirit, now is the time to do it. This is about our time. You don't have to give your name if you don't want to, but if you have something that you want to talk about just to get your spirits uplifted and your blood pressure down and you want to heal from the inside out, in order for us to do that, we have to communicate. If we don't communicate with one another, if we don't try to help one another, if we don't uplift one another, guess what? We are bound to fail. We will stay in our stagnant water until it become, until all of those types of amoebas and all of that stuff in that stagnant water starts to permeate our skin. It will crawl right through. It will dig its way through to our very spirit and soul. These programs are about the sisterhood. We can do great things by ourselves. We've proven that. But together, we can change the world. So that's why I say this is a place for us to speak freely without judgment or persecution so be prepared to be enlightened and empowered every single week. I'm going to try to do the show every single week. It'll be between one, um, half an hour to up to two hours, depending on our guest. And the bottom line is that this is about filling your empty cups, because if you're following what's going on in this world, there are a lot of people who are living with empty cups. They have empty lives that represent their cups. These are people who have kept so many things bent up inside of them now. Now they're letting them out. And we have so much anger in this world. We have so much hatred in this world. It's becoming so much that some days I just don't even want to be here. If I could get on a rocket ship and go somewhere else, I would probably be happier there. We have to pray for our children. We have to pray for our families. We have to pray for ourselves that we're not going to be walking down the street and someone can shoot us, attack us, do something just because we don't look like them. We are being told what to do. This is not a democracy anymore. Someone is trying to make this a dictatorship. We are being separated in so many ways. That's what this program is about, talking about the things that so many of us don't even realize are happening around us and so many people. And one of the things that I'll be talking to Sister Marcella about is the fact that so many people are quick to say, God will take care of it. Well, God is not going to come down from the mountaintop and just start taking care of things. He gave us that thing called free will. He gave us that thing called good common sense. Hopefully he gave us some strength and courage and things of that nature so that we can keep moving on. But our job, those of us who have been through the fire, it is our job to help put out the flames for others following behind us. That is what this program is about. So today until... Um, 
uh, Marvin comes on or Marcella, if she's listening in, and she just wants to give a shout-out and talk about uh, her upcoming program and her, she has a fundraiser going on. I really do want to save all of this for the guests because I want you to hear from them. You all have been missing me. I get that. If you're not listening to me at Sunday mornings at 8 a.m., I have been on regularly on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m., but usually the weekends are when I really do bog down and I get into getting all of my schoolwork ready for submissions. So I, there's no way that I can do um, four shows. I just don't have that type of time and take care of all of the other functions for the foundation, work a full-time job, and do my studies. Uh, I just something had to give. But I still try to stay connected if you visit our websites, thewallfoundationinc.org, or my website, www.cmariawall.com. If you visit those sites, there are contact forms there, and there are players there where you can listen to some of our most recent shows. So I want you to reach out in any way that you can. And as I said, if you need us, 202-618-2556 is our main office number. You can contact us there. You can send us a text message. You can leave a voice message. Someone will pick it up. During the weekends, it's usually me because the volunteers are home enjoying their families and taking care of their personal lives and everything that they have to do. So you will probably have a better chance of speaking with me directly on the weekends. But I do look at everything, and I always consult with the volunteers. And everyone, before we make a move, trust me, I am the one that's giving the final say on everything. Whether you talk to me or not, trust me, I am very much involved with the decisions that we make. This year, we have helped Mothers in Need. We have helped um, other organizations with their fundraisers. We have, um, what else have we done this year? Gosh, it's been so many things. Um, we are now working on putting together scholarship funds, something small. Maybe we can get your books or something like that. Every little bit helps. We are still a small nonprofit, but we are known all over the world, and we are doing mighty things. And we are about to branch out and start working in Africa and places where um, our ancestors are from, or my ancestors are from, and trust me, when I did my DNA test from several different sites, I light up like a Christmas tree. I, it, it explains a lot of why I'm attracted to certain things and all of that, but that in itself is a show for another day. So we're going to jump right into this program. Um, Marvin, again, if you are on one of these numbers, press the number one on your phone, and of course, I will bring you on um, I'm going to go over here and make sure because I'm not too sure if we're in the same, I think we're in the same time zone, but um, if not, um, I'll let him know that um, he can call in it, he can um, call in at any time because I'm telling you, the change between 2014 and now um when I was on his live call, um, his live uh, webcast that he had done, um, he said some things that I was not expecting, but um, he has come a long way in those four years, four and a half years almost, because I believe he was on in January. 
so of 2014, um, and he's coming back. And trust me, this will be a show that you will not want to miss. Um, again, and next week, of course, with Sister Marcella from Motivate and Pray, um, you will not want to miss that show either. It is the first time in all of these years. Now, we have been in each other's company. Naturally, social media had um, brought us together, but we have met face-to-face several times. And I just told her a few days ago, I said, you know, sis, because she's like my big sister. Um, Yeah, she's older, so she gets to be the big sister, and I'm still the little sister yet again. But we have been there for one another through a lot of things. And many, many years ago when – uh, I was down and out. She and I believe his sister, um, Tina, had called me, and they said, just be quiet. Be quiet. And they prayed for me, and this was years ago. And I don't even know if they know, if they remember it, but I remember it. And um, I had a function with another sister, and out of the blue, here comes Sister Marcella walking in with her daughter. And I had to do a double, triple, and quadruple take because I'm like, Oh my, is that Marcella? That was the first time I believe that I had um, met her face to face. And um, she, um, has, of course, is celebrating another milestone. And um, uh, I couldn't be there, of course, because right now, when you are in law school and you are planning on paying back those student loans and you're still in recovery mode, you can't just go. I wish I could, but right now, As I said, my weekends are really bogged down with school and getting all those assignments done. But um, good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, good night, good morning, wherever you are in this world. I see some more people are coming on. Thank you so much for being here um, evening. And as I said, welcome to the guest over in our show chat room, um, 7647. I'm going to bring you on in one moment. Seven six four seven. One thing we're gonna do tonight is um, I want to open up with two words of wisdom, because I decided to do a web search for empowering quotes for women, and one of them that stood out to me tonight was: "Real women are classy, strong, independent, loyal, and lovable. And one thing about them is they know." They deserve better. A show for another day, something for you to think about, but I want you to understand, and we're going to talk about deserving better. And beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. And lastly, I'm going to leave with this one for today because we have a caller waiting. You get in life what you have the courage to ask for. If you don't have the courage to ask for it, let me add to this and say, you don't have the courage to ask for it yourself. You have a circle of sisters around you who can uplift you and give you the strength to move towards filling your cup to the point where you're ready to pour over and you will be able to pour into your new destiny, okay? You're, you're going to pour into your new destiny. Um, I'm hearing from Marvin. He is calling in after this caller. 
Um, caller, da, 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 da. let me go back over here because I'm doing a few things at one time here. So we're going to go back over and call her 7647-7647. You are on air. I just wanted to say hello. It's been a while since I've been on. This is Bernisa, and I had an opportunity this evening to listen in. I just wanted to say hello. I'll oh, be here as long as I can. Hello. <laughs> and so I won't be able to stay on the entire time. It's been a long time. But I just wanted to let you know, I still hear you loud and clear. Don't get to participate much, but I do hear you. Oh, my goodness. I am so glad that you called in. You know what? I Something that I saw, I think I was looking through my, my messenger. And I said, I need to reach out to her and see what's going on. Because I think you had posted a picture um, mm-hmm. not too long ago, a couple days ago. You and the lady, I think? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, and yes. as you said, sis, we may not talk as much as we used to, but trust me, I'm in the background. <laughs> yes. yes. Absolutely. And, and I as well. And, you know, I'm so proud of you and I'm you know, I, I can and I can contest to a lot of things, but I don't want to get into a lot of things tonight because I can only be on for a few minutes because I'm actually getting ready to go into a meeting. But while I was waiting for everyone to get here, I said, let me tune in while I had some time. So I'm glad that you had the opportunity to open up just for me to have this few moments to shout out to you and all the listeners. Please continue to listen. This is a woman of information of wealth. You know, um, she knows my pick name for her, but, you know, I'm very proud of this woman. I'm proud of the show, what it's done and what it's doing and where it's going. And, you know, continue. Uh, As I said, I'm back here. I'm working on We'll be in touch. We will be in touch again. So continue to flow, continue to hold up, continue to be who you are for the people of God, for the world, you know, because it's just like you said, People are hurting, they're going through, and everybody does not know how to speak up for themselves. But I'm, I can tell you I know that people listen, and sometimes they just listen for someone else to give the answer to their question. And um, that's all we can do. We do what we do and just believe that God is allowing the right listeners to listen in. All yes. Right? yes, and that's so true. I'm sitting up here just grinning from ear to ear. You know me, tears flowing. I'm like, she called in. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I got to hear her voice. I don't think I've heard your voice in over a year, year and a half. Oh my <laughs> I know. It's been a while, but um, believe me, I'm still working on things. I haven't totally shut down or anything like that, just trying to make it better, more efficient, uh-huh. and um, to reach to the next plateau. And I'll be traveling soon to Texas this weekend, so I'll keep you in your prayers, and uh, but uh, just know that I'm back here, and I'm definitely going to try to listen in next week. I'm excited about Marcella, and uh, just, you know, and I'm going to la- listen in as long as I can this evening to the guest as well. All righty? Yes. I won't hold you Yes, up, and the 26 is, the 26s, if you can make it in, that's going to be a powerful show. I will be pulling together a group of you all. Um, because this is going to be information that you all can take to the masses. 
Um, but okay. I'll definitely be in touch with you to give you abreast of that. Um, if you listen to the replay, which I'll put up, you'll hear more about that when Marvin comes on. And he's going to come on after you. So, um, okay. But be blessed. Right, I'm right. so glad that you called in. Thank you so much. Be safe oh, in your travels. All right. And thank you so much. And I'll be listening as long as I can. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Be sure. blessed. Thank you. And you too. Bye-bye. I um oh my gosh. You know, this is what makes this so wonderful is when I haven't heard from Sister Bernitha, we haven't spoken in over a year. And it's the simple little things like this that make it all come together. That in itself made tonight's show the first show that I've done in over a year. This was one of the shows that I had to let go of because I couldn't do everything. I'm one person, and I have people waiting to hear from me all over the world. So I had to condense into my Sunday show, uh, Sunday morning show, and, of course, the players up. So you can listen to all of the programs. Uh, when I do Marvin's uh, promo show, um, I will put up the link uh, to the show from 2014 as well. Uh, Marvin, if you're there, go ahead and press the number one on your phone, um, and I'll bring you on air. Uh, Bernita and several others are still here listening, and I definitely want them to hear what um, about your new organization, your new venture, your new purpose, and all of that. Oh, my goodness, the thing just jumped, and there's a lot of people jumping on now. So <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, 3396, uh, last four digits is 3396. I'm bringing you on. I love this one. I don't know who's calling in. It could be Marvin, maybe so. I don't know yet. <laughs> but good morning, good evening, rather. <laughs> it's good perfectly evening. okay. Um, I, I'm great. Um, and thank you for, um, Inviting me to your platform and to your space, and uh, this is Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm so glad. I don't know. It just so happens that I think I had taken a break the day that you had did your video over on um, Facebook, and I said, okay, you know me. I'd listen to your your radio show. I believe that was on what Sundays. Sunday mornings, you yes. had the radio show for a while, and I would chime in yes. on those in between my show and listening to church and all of that. Um, <laughs> and I said, okay. And I said, well, yeah. And it was January 2014 that we had um, conversed for the first time on air. Um, and wow. back then, you had shared that, yeah, it's been four was and a half 2014? years. Four and a half. Wow. Years. 2014. Wow. Okay. I All believe right. it was 2014. Yeah. Hold on. Let me go back here and look. I do believe it was four years ago. That's what it says, four years ago. Wow. Yep. I'm wow. looking at your old okay. show promo page now. Yep. 2014. And back then you were a healed um, domestic violence uh, perpetrator, and, you know, you were speaking about all of that. And then yeah. – um, you know, fast forward four and a half years um, to now and yeah. um, your new yeah. purpose, your new venture yeah. and all of that. So 
to well, give the listeners a little bit about what's coming on the 26th. You can tell as little or as much as you want, um, but we're sure, going to definitely sure. delve deep into it, you know, okay. on the 26th well, first of all, for sure. Well, 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 first of all, here it is four years later, and first of all, just let me take an opportunity to commend you for your consistency and commitment to your purpose and call to build spaces and platforms and um, atmospheres for women to be empowered. And so really hats off to you. And I just want to say, man, congratulations for four years. As you just stated, um, my evolution period over four years <laughs> has has been um, seemingly inconsistent, but I'm going to bring some consolidation to that in a moment. But I just wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, and, and four years later, and you're still here, and I just want to commend you for that. And, and thank you for um, inviting me into this space. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. Um, um, you know, yeah. One thing that I always say to my guests is that you come here as a guest initially, but you leave as a friend, um, yeah. not just another and business is, associate. And, um, and you know, and, 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 and it's right true. Through. I mean, I want people to see that. Yeah, and that has rang true. I mean, ever since we connected, like, you have really been supportive of um, my platform from a virtual standpoint, um, inward and indeed, and I appreciate that. But um, so when I was on several years ago, um, I was talking about um, domestic violence and being a heel perpetrator. And what I think has happened um, is that over the years, I have basically – basically um, you know, the leopards in the Word of God talks about they were healed as they went. And I think that this can kind of like describe my life in that my process to truth and authenticity and healing happened as I went. Um, I stepped out to um, do platform speaking, and my, my container um, was empowerment. And so over the course of the last four years, um, it has Still been empowerment, but just in different areas because, man, you know, I was like, where have I been? What haven't I gone through? And so um, it was just a part of the evolution. I, I remember when I was on the show talking about being um, once a perpetrator, first been a victim of domestic violence. My mom was a domestic violence survivor. Um, even when she carried me, she was hospitalized for um, being abused. And then I was born into that, and that's something I said I would never do, but I ended up doing it and all of that kind of stuff. And then just saying, okay, having a moment and an opportunity, well, I literally, you know, went to counseling and, and really, and, and God, like, really allowed me to heal that space. Um, what we didn't talk about on the show, which I was not in a of vulnerability or comfortability, at that time, four years ago, we didn't talk about the authenticity of who I was and, and, and who I felt I was and all that kind of stuff, and that was sexuality. And then from there, you know, we've evolved into even something more, which I did a few weeks ago um, when I was at a conference in Chicago in which I, I became to talk about um, an epidemic that is sweeping our community. And when I speak of our community, I'm talking about um, brown girls and boys, men and women, and that is the HIV-AIDS um, epidemic. And um, I would like to say that many people think that the epidemic is over and that it's no longer and that it's not affecting, but the numbers um, and the mathematics has um, shown us that this is a problematic issue 
in that um, specifically in southern states, um, 54% of the diagnoses are African-American. 54% of diagnoses in southern states, southeastern, are African-Americans. However, in those same areas, the, the popula- population is only 20% African-American. So I want to say that again. The diagnoses are 54% African-Americans. The population is 20%. And so um, I did a video um, to first publicly um, talk about me being a part of the LGBT community and me embracing my truth and myself, and then um, just really start an organization, Stigmocracy, that combats stigma against HIV and AIDS and, and, and operate in that organization, but really under the radar because me myself was still plagued by stigma. I didn't want anybody to know that I was a um, survivor um, of um, being diagnosed with HIV. And so um, we can talk about this, this from so many angles, um, whether it's knowing who you are or walking in your authenticity or embracing your truth or finding your call and purpose. I mean, we can talk about, you know, my life from many different aspects, but the main thing is I just want to empower people to live better lives. I want to empower people to cross that finish line and whatever finish line that is in their life, you know, I want them to cross that finish line. And so my purpose is empowerment. And I've been blessed um, to have experiences in life where I can go into many avenues as an empowerment speaker and um, an empowerment expert and, and speaking to the lives of individuals. And so um, now I've been, I've had the opportunity to work for a powerful organization, Southern AIDS Coalition, uh, who, who um, and we um, support 16 states in the South. Um, I'm communications director there um, to communicate the message um, against stigma to come back. And then personally, my organization, Stigmocracy, and my story of authenticity and um, using my platform and influence to bring information to our community. And, and as, as I talk to um, our, our beautiful sisters who listen to your show and who you're called in purpose to, I just want to say that, um, that, that I applaud you all for what you all do for our community. Um, African-American women yes. and, and black women and sisters and queens, you all have always, always um, been um, the foundation and the core um, of everything, I, you know, it, it, we can go from offices to the White House to the back to wherever you want to go, and the African American woman has been there to hold it together. So thank you for that. But I, what I do want to say is, I want it to be made very, very known that in those statistics and those numbers that I just spoke about, I want to make it very clear that the numbers are staggering, and and following um, men, um, gay and bisexual men. Um, is the African-American woman, and then following that is the heterosexual man of color. I do want to say that, you know, um, a few years ago um, there were some, some, some tales or some, some statements that were being made as to why this was happening. And, um, and, and, and part of the um, conversation was that it's because of the black, gay, and bisexual men, and it was because of the bi- down-low men. And that's partly the problem. But on the 26th, I want to talk about um, this epidemic. I want to talk about the stigma, and the stigma being the new epidemic of HIV is not killing anyone anymore. Um, the science is, is, has 
I mean, it's amazing what, what has happened in the science of HIV. However, it's the stigma that's now the new epidemic that keep people from being responsible and accountable, out of, but out of fear, um, and to end this epidemic. And so I want to talk about all of that and anything else you want to talk about um, on the 26th. <laughs> and so I'm going to be quiet right now because, you know, I don't know, you know, which, which aspect or where, where you want this to go, but I, I'm open to answering any questions today about the 26th and the 26th. So thank you so much because, um, you know, platforms are, 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 are they take a, they're, they're built by blood and mud and sweat and tears. And so I don't take it lightly for the invitation. So I'll be quiet now and let you ask me anything you want to ask because I can go on and on. <laughs> I tell you know, people at work all the time, I'm the, I'm, I'm the communications director because I like to talk. So I don't run from microphones. I run to them. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the good part is that I think that I, I, I always speak about this thing. And, Sister Bernitha, if you're still there and you have a question or a comment because you're on mute right now, you can press the number one on your phone, turn it off, and then press it again and turn it back on. And if you have a question for Marvin, I will um, – now, now, if you have something that you want to say, press the number one again, and I'll bring you back online so that you can ask Marvin a particular question or anyone else who's on the line. But I really do want you all, for most of you um, – um, Sister Bernita, if you have a question or a comment, feel free to press the number one again, and I will bring you back online very quickly so that I know you're getting off to a meeting. But if you wanted to say something, yep, she's there. Hold on a moment. Let me bring her back for you. Yes, sis? Okay, thank you. Uh, I really enjoyed you thus far, and I'm hoping to be able to be with you all when you're on your segment and I do some things with the community as well. But I think with me, I, um, I find that in what I, my involvement with HIV, uh, I deal with it from a research perspective. Yes. And I have a great concern for two, the older men and the younger men. The younger men because, and I'm talking about school age, from because they're having sex so early now, mm-hmm. and them being made aware of protection, they're deliberately yes. not wanting to use protection. It's scary, yes. and yes. I deal with this. I mean, direct, and from the research status with uh, active in the community of from the research perspective for community health. And then for the older men, um, I don't know if you would see it from this perspective, but after Viagra became so population and then the men became, older men began to become more active, um, they as well were using less protection. And so they were not just uh, transmitted within them, but then they're taking it home to, to their wives because a lot of them were yes. still involved with women. That, to yes. me, right now has some high numbers that's doing some great damage. But for the children, it is really, I mean, from 12 up, we have a very bad epidemic in numbers rising. Wow. Um, thank, thank you um, for saying that. And I want to say that I am in full agreement with what you said. 
um, the numbers do reveal that young men of color, um, specifically young men of color that identify or are believed to identify with the LGBT, gay or bisexual culture, um, mm-hmm. the, the new, the newly, um, the numbers, the highest numbers are between the ages of 16 and 23. Mm-hmm. So um, you are correct. Now, I believe, you know, when we talk about safe sex, when we're talking about educating them, I think one of the my my stance is, and I advocate heavily in this field about stigma because stigma. Mm-hmm. Is the epidemic, and we have we don't have conversations about it, and we don't have conversations yeah. about it because of the mm-hmm. stigma that's associated with it. And so yes. we talk about everything else. You know, we can talk about everything else at the house. We can talk about, you know, almost everything but this conversation. You know, mm-hmm. um, HIV and in our community and sex. You know, and mm-hmm. everybody is having it, but nobody want to talk about it. And so I, mm-hmm. I strongly agree with you. Now, what was shocking to me is something that you said, which is, which is so true with the older generation, because we do see those numbers rising as well, um, in that how it's related to the sciences that is enabling those who probably would not be able to still perform or have sexual activity are now being able to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I want to say that everything that you – but as you said all of those things, it's still within right our community. And so with it being in our community, there are a lot of um, – there are a lot of intersections that come to contribute to this in our community, whether it's education, whether it's awareness, whether it's stigma, whether it's um, the lack of um, – medical access, it's a, whole, it's a whole lot of stuff that goes into these numbers. But I think mm-hmm. the first thing is, is we have to denounce stigma and we have to start having rightful conversation. I, that, mm-hmm. That's really where I believe it begins. But, mm-hmm. but you are so right. You're so on. And, 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 and I'm glad that you're a woman of color doing what you do, that you can have a rightful conversation about it and, and bring truth to the table. So thank you for that. Thank right. you for what you are doing as well. Right. Absolutely. And Can I do believe that. Yes. Okay. And one other thing, and I thank you for that, and uh, and then I'm going to have to get off of here, but the one other thing is um, when you talk about the stigma, and this is just what I've experienced with talking with a lot um those that live the lifestyle, those that, you know, are bisexual, but that are uh, currently HIV positive, the emotionally, psychologically, what gets everyone stuck is rejection. A lot of them, you know, they don't want to be rejected. Nobody wants to be rejected. So it causes them not to open up. And then on the reverse side, family members that don't understand fully about it, they reject not realizing how much damage they're doing uh, by rejecting rather than trying to embrace and educate themselves to help their own family members. Because I tell people, uh, I do singles outreach, and one of my sessions um, that I had um, was, well, I, I even though I did it from saying from a Christian perspective because it's so prevalent and I wanted to talk to them, but it was talking about the in- 
that we really went into at that particular workshop and um, trying to get them past feeling rejected. And if they get past that, then they'll open up and then they'll want to care more for themselves and then they can get the help that they need in almost every aspect of their life if we can get them past uh, being afraid to get help or to open up, get past the rejection. Now, when we talk about opening up, are we talking about opening up about um, health disparity or health condition, or are we talking about sexuality and self-identity? Which one are we talking about? Um, opening up about where they are both sexually. Okay. If this, okay. Is, if this is what they've accepted to be, you know, a lot of times, as you know, people, like you said about yourself, you know, you didn't want to admit that this is where you were. But Absolutely. But once they can get past that, a lot of times they hold it back because they don't want the rejection. Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. those that we find out that they're positive, they don't want to share because they don't want the rejection. Yeah, yeah. All of those things, I agree, all of those things ring true. One of the things that, you know, when I speak about stigma, when I speak about the epidemic is you know, I continue to say um, me being licensed and ordained, um, mm-hmm. me, you know, traveling the United States mm-hmm. preaching, and, you know, I can do that very well, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. But, right. but I, you know, he said, but they that worship must worship in the spirit and in truth. And so mm-hmm. however we're going rec- to reconcile that, I do know that he wants me to tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that. like. Like whether 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 mm-hmm. the, it, it lines up with what the belief system is or whatever, the first thing we got to do is we got to embrace our own truth, and that's where the power begins. But yeah. with that being said, I you know, especially coming from the Bible Belt, Louisiana being in the South, you know, I have to and 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 the numbers being extremely higher in the in the Bible Belt, I have to continue to say, listen, guys, this is not. A moral issue. This right. has is now a health issue, because yes. when you go into a home and you can look mm-hmm. at a heterosexual mother who is positive, a heterosexual father who is positive, mm-hmm. who has never mm-hmm. slept with a man, and you look mm-hmm. at a children who are the next generation who is now in the same household positive, three mm-hmm. generations in one yes. household. A house that I walked into, that I have to counsel people at and find resources for. This is not, this is not a, right. a situation or a hypothetical situation. I'm living it. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, or, or when I did my video and 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 and, and Maria called me to do the show, and I and I get off, and 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 people, churches and ministers that I preached at, call me and say I need you to call me, and I call them, and they just break down crying because it's my little brother now who's yeah. been in my church, who's been playing drums forever, I don't know what to do. And I'm a pastor in the community, and I don't know if I can speak out about it, but that's my baby brother, and I don't want it to happen to anybody else. So it's all of these things, right? And so, yeah. you know, we, we just got to have real conversation. And, mm-hmm. you know, I am, I'm not even going to get on the topic of the black church and this epidemic, and many would say, well, why, why, why do everybody always attack the black church? No one ever says HIV and AIDS and the white church. And because it is in our community and it has been our trajectory and our pathology, that when, in fact, 
there was an epidemic or issue or a crisis of concern, the church has always been a part of it. And it still mm. is a part of it. It comes out yeah. of politics and a political yeah. area. We do. But we choose what we want. But if we do not face this issue, I'm here to make an announcement that our community is in trouble. And we can still try to put it in a container of homosexuality, bisexuality, or sexuality. We can continue to do that, but it's out of that container. It is now affecting the number two person that's coming up the ranks, and that's the African-American heterosexual sister, and then the gay and bisexual man. That's where we at, period. And so we got to begin to deal with the epidemic, and we got to stop trying to find out what container do we identify with. Let's not worry about the container. Let's worry about the substance, and let's bring healing. Yeah, may I bring a different... May I bring a different point into this? Because this is one of the things that I really wanted to talk to you about on the 26th. Because when we were talking, you know, back in 2014, four and a half years ago, um, I was still in that healing stage from my abuser. And one thing that my ex-husband used to always do was as angry Mm. as he was and how he took it out on me, he would always attack gays constantly over and over and over again. And in the back of my mind, I always thought that maybe he was an undercover brother who just wasn't coming to grips with his reality. You know, after we split, Mm -hmm. I had to go out and get all of the tests and everything because, and and it's still in my mind, because even the woman who he had the affair with who lives a few yards from me. Yes. So that person... He even had her cut her hair, and she looked like a man. And when we were doing the investigation and all the women that he was talking to, one we knew was a cross-dresser, was someone, was a male dressing as a female. So Uh to me, I think that that's another issue where these heterosexual women need to understand and wake up to the things that are right in front of their faces. Oh, am I wrong, Marvin? I just want am I wrong? <laughs> um, I can't say I can't say that you are wrong, but what I don't want to incite is um I don't want to incite this whole issue that happened several years ago. There was a certain book that came out and it just causes all of our beautiful queens to just go into hysteria. <laughs> you know, because there was our wondering, you know, what's up with my dude? What's up with my husband? What's up with my man? So I, I don't want to say it from a standpoint of, okay, well, if you see this sign or that sign, because that sign may or may not be correct or effective. What I will right. say, though, But how do we look that, into it, though? Well, what I would say about this is, you know, the, the accountability and responsibility has to happen whether he's going, whether you suspect he's been with a male or female, because in this place where we're in now, nobody's off limits. Mm-hmm. Because if she, right. cause if the woman that he's with has slept with another man that slept with another man, and, you know, he could never have to sleep with a man, but he's still right. at risk. Everyone who doesn't protect themselves in the 21st century in 2018 is at risk. So let me just, right. to, to respond to your question, I think if there is any idea or if there is any, any um, dynamic of belief that your partner is operating in infidelity, that's a concern, period, whether you think it's right. with a male or a female, because of what I've continually to say is this is not, this right. is no longer, not that it's ever been, but clearly in 2018 the numbers are spoken and the numbers are, are, are right there and it's in black and white. It's not a gay and bisexual disease um, right. epidemic anymore. 
And let me tell you why. Because when I was in Chicago and I was in California and I'm traveling, going to these conferences, and I'll be in one later this week, you know who the, and, 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 and the information and the science and the knowledge, because everyone said it was a gay and bisexual disease, those are all the people that are in the room. And so all the people that are in the room are gay and bisexual men of color who is getting the information, how to protect, how to combat, how to do all of these things. And so the numbers are slowly shifting. And the numbers are slowly shifting because everyone is still trying to put it in a sexual container, and it's not. It's simply not. And all we're going to combat is have the conversation responsibly, be responsible, and be accountable. That's, that's right. you know. And so to answer your question, I want to say that if you suspect that your partner is operating in any level of infidelity, you need to question it right. and you need to call it to accountability, you know? Correct. Correct. And I, I wanted to put that out there because – um, you know, a lot of people still are under that stigma that it's a gay issue. No, 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 no. This man, my man, my husband was out there with all types of women, all ages, for the most part older, and the one that was definitely, we knew, questionable at best. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we're talking about this, this thing from a woman who was a wife and a mother and a business owner and all of this and, you know, working towards building that empire and all of this. I want people to see another face to this and let them know, people, it's not just about gay anything. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not about that, you know. And there were yeah. other signs that I'm not going to share right now. I'll tell you about that in private, behind the scenes. But, yeah, there were red yeah. flags everywhere. So he had to go for not just because – of that alone, it was initially he was going to go because I caught him cheating. End of discussion. And then with someone who lives that close, and he's still there a couple yards away, but you know who doesn't care because I've had my test, I'm clean, I'm good regardless. And he could have, like you yeah. said, it could have been all heterosexual women, but those women, if they were skanky enough to sleep with a married man once, they've probably done it before. Because another thing yeah. that I think that um, is an issue is that so many women are getting older, and he said this to me, that he goes after the women where their biological time clocks have fallen off and, you know, been picked up by the trash, and they're lonely, and they just want somebody, and they'll give him whatever he wants to boost his ego while he's BSing their she-go. You know what I mean? Wow, wow. These women would be out here with any and everything to have a warm body in their cold beds. I always say, if you're that cold, get an electric blanket. They're on sale at Walmart right now. So, you you know, (laughs) I'm sorry, but we need to understand our worth. And that's the point that so many women are missing now. So many women will get mad with me and talk and get an attitude with me because I'm trying to tell, you know, truth hurts a lot of people when they're not living in it. And that's one of the things. And like I said, people, for all of the listeners, this is what makes what I do, what my shows do great. This was impromptu. I said, hey, let's do this on this night. I'm on for the first time in years tonight on this show. And what happens? Someone who I haven't talked to in over a year calls in. Then you call in, and I say, you're welcome to call in. 
talk to me about. I see people here sitting. They have been here. There are states all over the place on this call. So the bottom line is that they have been here since this show started. And I'm going to tell you something about divine timing, people, and Marvin, and everyone listening and why. Every time something like this happens, I know that this was meant to be tonight just the way it is. This turned into a program all to itself. A 30-minute show is going to turn into an hour and a half show. Probably in a few minutes it will be an hour and a half because when we come together in our truth and in our purpose, great things happen. As I said in the beginning, we can do great things alone, but when we come together, we can change the world. And that's what we're doing here tonight. This show is not scripted. It just comes together in whatever way it comes together. And tonight, this turned into a great platform. When I send this out to <laughs> other global leaders that I want to be on on the 26th, I want them to be here. I'm like, you need to take this conversation back to your communities because this is a dead topic now. They're talking about the opioids. They didn't worry about that when they introduced it into the Come communities, on. the black yes. communities years yes. ago. But now, they, yes. everybody worry about opioids, opioids, opioids. Let me tell you something. Were you worried about it when you were killing my people? Let me tell you something. I've been there, done and so, and so I know that's what it's a, like that's to be a whole other, and, and that And that's, and that's a that's whole other issue. That's a whole other Comparison and contrast when we talk about the mm-hmm. opioid issue, and now that it's not affecting our community and the other community, it's a problem. Okay, now it's let's look at HIV. We must when, fix this. When, now wait, well, wait. When 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 it was Rock Hudson and it was the Caucasian mm-hmm. men, gay men, and it was a oh my God, this is this is shocking. This is an epidemic, and we had to do all of these. Mm-hmm. My drama dramatization, but <laughs> we had to do all of these. You know, it was a topic, right? I mean, Ryan right. White, the young white boy who I thank God for him because it's because of him that we have these acts and we have access to care and so many of our com- people for our community. But in that moment, it was, oh, my God, it was alarming. But now when those numbers have drastically declined in the Caucasian community and has drastically and dramatically increased in the African-American community, then – now it's no longer an issue, and, and everything is inverted. And now that brings into the cultural disparities that causes all of these type of things, as well as the um, the dis the disservices and the imbalances in social economic standards. So you know, right. first you know, at the, at the end of the day, it's really a call to our community. It really is. You know, whether we're talking about opioid use, whether we're talking about um, um, HIV or AIDS, or whether we're talking about the queens that you are called to, to say, hey, listen, you, you need to understand, and I'm going to say this, and I, I, you know, my son's mother and my ex-wife, whom I was married to, before I embraced my authenticity, you know, she is a, she, she is a beautiful black woman. And, um, but I just want to say that, you know, our community – um, has always relied heavily upon you all. And and in doing that, um, it's been moments where it hasn't been me first. And so my challenge, um, even in this season, as we rebuild this community, and it's something that I feel our women, as African-American women, has not done, and that is to hold us accountable. Hold 
us accountable. And it goes back to what you stated about, you know, man, you know, I know women who will just have a man just to have a man. And then there are some women who may know some things and they'll still stay. Or people who are in abusive relationships and they don't they don't leave because they feel like they're trapped. All of these things but and and, and women do African American women for sure are great sufferers. They are loyal as hell. They're loyal to no fault. African American women, I mean, they're gonna stay and they're gonna stand and they're going to, like all of this, I'm even part of the LGBTQ community, but I can identify that about the sisters in my community. You know, and, and straight, gay, indifferent, y'all hold it down. But with that being said, the power to speak into the atmosphere and to speak to a community, knowing that you have the power and, and knowing that you have it and using it, that's, that's part of the change too that we got to hold yeah. people accountable, you know? Yeah. And, and some, somewhere along the way, the nurturing woman and the understanding woman and the long-suffering woman and the loyal-to-a-fault black woman, she has an understanding and she's able to hold things and she nourishes. And, and, and sometimes she lets her guards down relative to holding people accountable. And right, and holding the men in our community accountable so much so, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to be quiet so much so that you know, you know, when we look across the nation, it's not how these how leadership and, and women and African American women in leadership and how in in these cities and states and stuff is becoming mayors and governors is like a trend. You know, it's like you know black women rising, and I'm I'm all for that. And and that's what it should be because that's you're taking your rightful position. However, we are not going to be successful against any epidemic unless we do it together. And that's the truth. And we can have a Wakanda right. moment and we can put on our costumes and go to the movies, but until we get it, we're in trouble. Period. Right. And and to say this how many people scolded me? Well, I liked him. Well, you take him then. I guess, you know, and you, like you said, some, some African-American women, they're loyal to a fault. For me, it must be everything else running through my blood and my DNA because I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm loyal until you give me a reason not to be. And I refuse to stay in something that's going nowhere. I can't have an ice cube lying next to me at night. I can't have myself wondering, OMG. When I wrote my book and I wrote that piece about Silent Steel and that piece about me having that gun to the back of his head and I had to hide my weapons because he always, where are all the weapons? None of your business. And I knew at some point he had to go before I was the one that would end up behind bars for that impending sin when I put the gun to the back of his head and blow it off. Because the bottom line is if you're out there with every Jane, Sue, and anyone else, and then you're going to come home to me, and then when I'm drugged and I've taken my medication and everything, you're going to rape me? No. And then tell me that now that we've had sex, I can't go to court and divorce you? No, no. I'm loyal to a point, but when it gets to be enough is enough, and that's my platform to tell people, look at me. Look at how far I've come. Look at how far we both come in our truth, 
since 2014. At, at that time, I've had to let go of family. I've had to let go of friends. I've had to let go of a lot of people because when these people are not in your court, when these people are not feeding into your spirit anymore and they can't help you through without judgment, because so, there's more inexperienced experts out here nowadays running around telling, I would do this. I don't care what you are, not me. Until you walked in my skin, in my shoes, and, and, and unless you have experienced this, don't tell me what you learned from a talk show, a video, or a textbook. Because guess what? That's not what some of these people out here need. They need to hear the truth from people who have walked in it. You're walking in that purpose. You're walking in it now. That's the difference. And so many people need to hear what you have to say. They need to hear what I have to say. And like I said to everyone listening, some of these callers have been on here since the show started. What I was about to say about divine timing and when we know that we're doing what we were put on this earth to do. No sooner than this show was about to start, my grandson called me on Skype to me out of the show. I'm sitting here wondering. I'm busy, you know, doing all of my equipment all around me. I'm like, well, Jesus, the show hasn't started yet. Well, when he called, he knocked me out of the show. So I had to come on a minute or two later. But you know what? Then look at what happened. Look at what we've done. A 30-minute show has become an hour-and-a-half show. And this is the thing. So many people are still listening. That's what we do here. If you are a first-time caller, we have a few moments. If you're on this call line and you want to say one small thing, you have to save the rest for the 26th. But if you have something to say, press the number one on your phone. I will give you that moment, about two minutes, to say what you have to say because we're going to wrap this up for this week. This was our first show in years. When I started law school, people, I had to give this show up. And no sooner than I come back and you see the fire that happens, I'm looking at you all here. And I know you may not have been on when the show first started, but I gave a list of all the countries that showed out in the last seven days and all of the states here in the U.S. I'm like, wow, we are still growing by leaps and bounds. As long as I know that I'm touching one person, the job is well done. But when I know that we are touching the world, And if you didn't hear, let me say that again for you, Marvin. The last seven days, USA, UK, Cambodia, Australia, Kuwait, Argentina, Uganda, those were the places with the top listenerships, not to add all the other countries. I'm not shedding, you know, I just picked a few that have the highest listenerships within that seven-day period. In the U.S., New York, Maryland, Virginia, D.C., Oregon, Washington, California, Kansas, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Delaware. Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, Minnesota, Florida, Tennessee, Colorado. So I tell people, while people are so busy talking about, I've got 10,000 people following. Okay, seriously, how many of them really do support you and listen to at best? So the bottom line is that I'm going to speak into my truth. I'm not worried about that. And every week I, I am amazed of how many new countries are coming on board, how many new listeners are sending us messages. This is not a United States problem. This is a global problem that people have silenced. What's mm. coming back now in Africa? You know, people, we need to understand, we have been sidetracked and sidelined by the hatred and the bigotry now and the craziness in that place called Washington, D.C. 
we have been sidelined by the opioid epidemic. I'm like, well, what ever happened to, to HIV? And no sooner than that happened, and I was thinking about that, I'm like, okay. Then I saw your post, and then I said, you know, it's time for him to come back to the program. And as you can see, this is what happened. This program alone was fire all by itself. So for those of mm. you who are in this chat room, in here listening, thank you so much for being here. I can see you, even though you don't want to talk, as long as you are here the whole time, I hope that you were listening. Come back, share this program. Make sure that you bring a friend on the 26th. And this show is a global show. These issues, yes, this particular topic tonight, yes, it's alarming in this particular community. HIV is still yeah. there, but we have been sidelined by so many other things. And like I said, Marvin was here in January of 2014. How much has changed wow. between then and now? And as A I lot. said, and as he said in the beginning, you know, this is, ama- this is what we do here. This is what keeps us alive. This is what keeps us growing. This is what sustains us. This is what keeps me. I am Healing Through Hurt, I Talk Radio, and Healing Through Hurt is me, Marvin. I see uh, Brother Eugene has joined us. Guest 407 is still with us. All the guests in the call query from all over the place. Hello, hello. Thank you for being here tonight. We're about to go now. I believe Gene said that he's probably on a flight right about now. So he's chiming in um, while he's prepping for that. But tonight has been absolute fire, and we need to talk outside of here because I see us doing something else at some point, probably by next year when I'm out of school. Um, so we're kind of playing. So again, uh, we will have to do something. And I think that when we do it, we're going to bring different sides of this picture together because the women who are heterosexual out there who are where I am thinking and knowing if there are certain signs that you can see that just aren't right, ladies, we need to talk about that. And some people tend to shut down, oh, well, they gay and blah, blah, blah. Lady, I'm a heterosexual woman. I'm successful. I'm a business owner. I do all of these things. I have 481 days left until my next death within my hands. The bottom line is simple. You can do whatever you want, but you have to get rid of everything that may kill you, hurt you, harm you, pull you back, hold you down, or stop you from moving towards your purpose. End of discussion. And we need to come together as a people, whether it's the African-American community, whether it's the sisterhood working together, the brotherhood working together. We need to come together. We need to put a face to all of these things that we have been so afraid or uncomfortable to talk about. You know how hard it is to say that I'm a child of an adulterous affair? I, you know, I was raped by my own ex-husband? Who wants to talk about that? Who wants to hear that? You know, if he is undercover, if he is, he was out there, you know, rolling around and creeping with all of these different women, doing whatever. Then, like you said, who knows who those women were sleeping with? So the bottom line is simple. We need to put a face to this. We need to put a face to all of this. We need to bring it from different angles. On the 26th, I'm going to send this out to several people, other LGBT uh, community members, join in this conversation. If we have 
a plethora of people here from all different ethnicities. They may learn something new. They may add something to the insight. This is about this awareness. It's within the community, but it's about the worldwide awareness to what's happening in our communities, what we can do, what we can work together to do. Maybe they can provide something that we haven't thought about, give us some more insight. This show is global. And we need to understand something, people. We're going to bring it to you hard. I don't sugarcoat anything because sugarcoating has never given you anything but bad teeth and possibly diabetes. The bottom line is that stuff will kill us too. So I don't sugarcoat this. The truth is very ugly most times and it hurts. So with that said, as always, Marvin, it has been fire. Thank you so much for coming on. This was not supposed to be a full show, but it turned into one anyway. Uh, For those of you who are just joining us, come back, listen to the replay. It should be up in a few moments. Marvin will be back with us on the 26th for a show right here on the 26th. You will see the promotions for it well in advance. Next week, uh, Sister Marcella D. Moore from Motivate and Pray, another sister who I met years ago on social media. We've met several times in person, but she has never been a guest on my program. So, again, Fire, fire, and more fire. That's what we are about on all of the programs here at Healing Through Her iTalk Radio Network. Um, I'm sure you're going to hear from Marvin several times over the years, and um, we're going to put something together great for our communities, and we're going to come together, and we're going to bring you some fire. Um, We're going to pull as many of our nonprofits together as we can to uh, give you something Great, and give you a lot of information and resources that a lot of people sugarcoat and try to shield you from. But we're going to bring it to you real and raw, real people's, real people, real stories, real hurt, real healing, and that's what it's about. We're going to live life to the fullest till every moment that we have. I know what it's like to go over to the other side and then have to um, be sent back because my mission is not done. So tonight is part of that mission. So again, I want you all to remember that I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten those rainy days of yours. I pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door, coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Again, next week, we'll have Sister Marcella D. Moore from the Motivate and Pray talk show and newly formed nonprofit. She'll be talking to you about a lot of things, giving you some inspiration and motivation. So get ready for that to get your empty cups filled. On the 26th of this month, Marvin will be coming back. We're going to finish this discussion. His call has dropped, but we want to thank him for being here. We want to thank Sister Bernitha, who I haven't talked to in over a year, for calling in and bringing the fire as well. First time back in over a year, 
And this show was once again, it did not disappoint. In my opinion, it was fire. For those of you who are still in the call query, we have a few moments left. If you want to um, say something, get, get, say what's on your mind, we have about 10 minutes left. You can press the number one on your phone. If you just want to say hello and say, Maria, could you just give me a shout out? I will do that. I will say, hello, stranger. <laughs> Unless you want to give me your name, I want to thank you for being here. Give you guys a big virtual hug if that's what you need. Again, our number is 202-618-2556. You can write to us on our websites, thewallfoundationinc.org, and my site, www.cmariawall.com. Both of our sites have contact forms. If you'd like to make a donation or get involved, you can also contact us through the sites to do that. Um, we are an IRS-approved and recognized 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit, which means that all of your donations are tax-deductible to the fullest extent of current laws. So tonight, as I said, what was supposed to be a half-an-hour show turned into an hour-and-a-half show. Again, you see what we're bringing to you. This is information that we're giving freely because we want you to live the best life possible. We want you to be happy, healthy. We want you to find your joy again. We want you to find your peace again. I want you to heal. I want you to move forward. So until next time, be well, be blessed. 202-618-2556. If you want information, look for us over on Facebook if you'd like to join our Facebook group. Because we are there. You want to look for Focus Females Global. F-O-C-U-S-F-E-M-A-L-E-S-G-L-O-B-A-L. If you join there, one of our admins will approve your membership. We would love to have you. That way you can keep up with everything that we're doing. If you enjoyed this program, if you have a topic you want us to discuss, reach out to me. My email is letsgrow at cmariawall.com. That's letsgrow at cmariawall.com. If you... Uh, what else can I tell you? Uh, wow, there's so many things going on. Um, again, next week we'll be back here at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We're gonna, I'm going to try to have shows every week, especially when we're doing a guest now. We are back to having guests uh, starting next week. Marcella D. Moore, our Marvin Anderson was here. He gave you a preview of what we're going to have coming up on the 26th. So make sure that you are here for all of our programs. Until then, be well, be blessed. Remember to continue to pay it and pray it forward. As we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's good music. Thank you all for being here. Wow, what a great comeback show. What a great return show tonight. I hope you'll be here for us every week. Special shout out to the Sisters of Focus. Over on Meetup, Focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success there. 
uh, to Wow, the Women of Wisdom and Worth over on Facebook, Relationship Recovery Group over on G+. Shout out to all of my groups, all of my listeners, all of my supporters. Thank you so much. It is good to be back. Thank you for the kind words that you have been sending me in messages. Thank you so much for being here. I promise you, we're going to keep bringing you exactly what you need to hear. I promise you, I'll never tell you what you want to hear, but I will bring you and tell you what you need to hear. Till next time, be well, be blessed, Eugene. I'll see you over on the other side. Uh, And remember, the 26th, Marvin Anderson will be back to continue this discussion. And next week, Marcella D. Moore from Motivate and Pray will be my special guest. So I will see you soon. Have a great evening. Take care, everyone. Be safe out there. Have a great night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.